0: Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just 5 minutes, 7 days a week. Here are the top world stories for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Timor-Leste's President, Jose Ramos Horta has responded to criticism of the country's new partnership with China. He rejected concerns about military engagement and accused detractors of imagining Chinese ghosts. Ramos Horta emphasized the importance of close ties with all global powers to secure Timor-Leste's future. The partnership with China includes plans for trade, infrastructure, and improving food sufficiency. While military cooperation was mentioned in the joint statement, Ramos-Horta clarified that it was not discussed as part of the bilateral relationship upgrade. In other news, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky expressed confidence that Ukraine would join the European Union in the future. The European Union foreign ministers met in Kyiv and announced a new military aid package worth 5 billion euros for Ukraine. The EU emphasized the importance of defense support during the ongoing war. The United States government has warned Congress about running low on funding to replace weapons sent to Ukraine. The Kremlin has not commented on the U.S. Congress decision to omit aid for Kyiv. Mexico's president has urged Washington to provide more resources to help Latin American countries. Meanwhile, UNICEF has arrived in Nagorno-Karabakh to assess the humanitarian needs of the region. The largely deserted area was reclaimed by Azerbaijan in a military operation, causing the ethnic Armenian population to flee. Over 100.5 thousand people have fled to Armenia. Many Armenians feel that the international missions visit came too late. The number of civilians remaining in the regional capital is very low. Armenia is facing a major challenge in housing the sudden influx of refugees, In economic news, the S&P Global Canada Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index fell to its lowest level since May 2020. The reading of 47.5 in September indicates contraction in the sector. The Bank of Canada kept its key interest rate at 5% due to weak market demand. The Employment Index showed a decline in staffing levels for the fifth consecutive month. On the stock market front, Saudi Arabia's stock market ended lower following a downbeat economic forecast, while Egypt's bourse extended losses on profit-taking. Saudi Arabia has lowered its growth forecast and expects a budget deficit this year. The country plans to tap the international debt markets to finance a projected deficit in 2023-2024. Oil prices rose above $90 after Riyadh extended a voluntary oil output cut. Egypt's blue chip index dropped, and most stocks on the index were in negative territory. Moving on to New Zealand, the country's youngest political candidates have faced targeted abuse on the campaign trail. One candidate was physically assaulted, while another was jeered at for using Maori words during a debate. Political leaders have condemned the attacks, and there is growing awareness of racism and misogyny in political parties. Efforts are being made to address these issues and promote inclusivity. In a sad development, David Jowett, a British academic, has passed away at the age of 82. He made significant contributions to Nigerian English scholarship and spent over 50 years teaching in Nigeria. Jowett's observations on Nigerian English led to the publication of his book Nigerian English Usage. He also wrote research articles and educational material for Nigerian schools. Jowett's work had a global impact on the subject. On a more uplifting note, Dorothy Hoffner, a 104-year-old woman from Chicago, aims to become the world's oldest skydiver. She made a tandem jump with a certified instructor, leaving her walker behind. Hoffner's dive lasted seven minutes, including a slow descent to the ground. She is competing for the Guinness World Record, currently held by a 103-year-old woman from Sweden. Lastly, the Federal Communications Commission has fined DISH Network $150,000 for failing to properly dispose of one of its satellites. This is the first time the FCC has issued such a penalty. DISH argued that the satellite was exempt from the FCC's disposal orbit rule. Space debris is a growing concern, with thousands of uncontrolled objects orbiting the Earth. The FCC approved a decommissioning plan in 2012, but DISH did not leave enough fuel on board the satellite to carry out the maneuver. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, daily business news, daily tech news, daily science news, and daily lifestyle news. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.